What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we are going to be talking to Mr. Dan Barlow. He is the creator of The Devil's Contract. And we're going to be talking to him about his, uh, his book and his story. We're also going to be talking about, are you the reason you lost that job? Oh, we're going to be talking about it in a few minutes. Let's get it. Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you wanna do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Cast the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most sip, the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer, Medina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. It is Tuesday. It is August 29th. The month of August is almost gone. September is upon us, bro. But um, we have another live show. We are here with another guest. We're going to be talking about another topic. And we're going to be, you know, doing our thing, doing our thing. But if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel. Give us a like, comment. Uh, if you are in the chat right now, like it, like it, share it. What up, Lou? Like it, share it, do all of that. Bonjour, Mr. Hades. How are you? Mm. So yeah, so we're going to be having a good time tonight, man. We're going to be chilling. But, uh, what's going on with you, dog? What, what's going on? What's going on? I'm getting ready for College Station Comic Con, which is in a week from now. So I'll be out there getting my duty on. I got about 24 new prints. 24, bro. It just went... Um, you know, College Station is a big anime crowd. Um, so I got a lot of uh, duty as, which is going to be dope over there. So I'm excited about that. Um, and uh, so I'm looking forward to that. It's a three-hour drive <clears throat> from where I am. So I'll be staying um, the weekend over there. So that's exciting. And also, <clears throat> you know, getting ready to launch the Kickstarter in October for book number six, which is a milestone. Book number six of Disneyland in my yeah. toilet. And, you know, if you sign up to be notified, send me an email at contact at catchthecraze.com confirming that you did and pledge when we launch October 2nd. You will get this free limited edition trading card. And uh, that's this right here. Bam. Look at that. Look at that. It's right. part of the series. So um, this was the first one in the series. Boom. And then this is the second one in the series. So this is um, leading up to um, next fall's launch of the Samurai Story, um, Duty Samurai Story. So um, these trading cards are going to be valuable. Um, so every year there's going to be about four different cards. So you want to collect them all. So if you sign up today and you send me an email that you see signed up, 
and you pledge when we launch, you'll get this card in the mail. I want to say shout out to Kimberly Hall and Aurelis who emailed me. They signed up. They're ready to rock. So they're going to be getting when they pledge the exclusive trading card. So that I'm excited about that as well. So, yeah, just been uh, doing those things. And then shout out to uh, Kid in a Comic. Remember, duty is published as a comic strip again as in a kid in a comic which is seven papers a year you can go to a kid in a comic.com the website and you can um, get this subscription delivered to your home or you can contact your local um, comic book shop or bookstore and, and ask them to carry them and uh, direct them to a kid in a comic um, because they're it, it is distributed nationally um, but uh, the more stores the merrier so shout out to everybody there so um, I think uh, the second edition is been uh, is being distributed right now and duty is not only a comic strip in there but there's also a how to draw duty section in the newspaper the comic strip so i'm excited about that uh what about you brother good stuff dude good stuff no nothing man i've been uh, i've been doing a little writing been doing some lettering uh i have uh currently what i have i have uh obviously you know the avengers of wonder duck uh you can get your copy at on my website at getyourmez.com it's being published through dark fire press so check that out I have also joined the Any One World with Mr. Hades and Russ5377. My comic is on there right now. So go to anyoneworld.com and pick up your digital copies. Issues right. one, two, and three are out right now. Uh, issue four comes out next month. I'm doing it monthly. And so uh, that'll be out towards the end of the month next month. And then tomorrow, I'm going to be on Paul Gomez's show. Oh, starting Paul drama. Gomez. Yeah, man. Paulie G. Paulie G and I were going to be talking. He's got a little topic he wants to discuss. You know, he's he's pro uh, he's pro indie unites indies unites, and uh, you know we're yeah. going to be talking about it after that topic. Tell him no more guests to talk about the same topic. We oh. want to get a new topic. Well, I, I, think, I think I think he's putting a little spin <laughs> on it because the question that he's going to ask tomorrow it was is, very controversial. I saw that. Would you would you give up your IP to save the comic book industry? Would you give up your IP to save it? We'll dive into it. I'm not sure what he means by saving it, but we'll dive into that tomorrow. Sure. So that should be an interesting conversation. Yes. I know where you stand. I know where I stand. I know where um, I stand. On it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, we're going to be, we're going to have fun tomorrow. It's going to be on his show at 8 p.m. If you follow me on social media, uh, go to my, go to my Instagram. Go to my yeah, go to my Instagram and you can uh, you can there's there's a link to the show you can follow it and check us out tomorrow at eight p.m. And then I'm gonna be uh, where am I going? Oh, I'm going next month in a couple of weeks, actually next month in a couple of weeks. You're going the same weekend I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I'll be at uh, Baltimore Comic Con. I'll be yeah. out there. Big shout out to Technic Gods. There. I would have done Baltimore, but you know I got I got I, I took a loss at yeah. the Puerto Rico Comic Con, so I couldn't do Baltimore. It's like. You know, hell no. Yeah, no, that, that's going to be a good time, dude. It's the 8th, 9th, and 9th and 10th. It's a I know. Day show. So it's gonna, it's gonna I be know. The, the, Ringo, the Ringo Awards uh, are given away at yeah. that. Oh, they, you know, they, they do the ceremony there. At yeah, could you just accept it on my behalf? That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, sure. No, no problem. I'll go up there and say on behalf of, uh, you know. Oh, the crazy best, man. For, <laughs> yeah, the craziest, craziest mofo. Yes. I'm going to my, the, the stage. Who's high? <laughs> wow yeah you do that you do that my friend you do that that's right it's a party now it's a party it's a party yeah no man but that's gonna be good I, actually um daphne lage will be there she hasn't that's done right. a convention that's in a while she's gonna, since she's gonna um, have a table i left new york yeah she'll have a table technic yeah. gods michael san martino will have a table 
Jane yeah. DeSantis is going to have a table there. Jane DeSantis has a table in every convention. Yo, he's done so many cons this year. I don't know. He's like with the mafia. I don't know how he's getting access, but he has a table at every show, bro. It is insane, bro. It yeah. is insane. But yeah, so yeah, we're going to be, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. I always like to go away. Um, I'm going to be out there with my buddy, Jonathan Syfax. Johnny Syfax. The guy... Who posts travel pictures with no context? Oh, dude, he's a writer who doesn't give you <laughs> any context when he's posting all these photos like, of this statue in the middle of like, nowhere. Figure I'm it like, out. What's the story behind this? Want to inspire you to take that snapshot, no. John? You're a writer. Figure you know, it out, yo, man. Use your writing chops, just slacker. That's John. John's like, figure this out. I don't care. You're killing me. I'm just going to post it. You're going to want to come here. I'm like, where am I going? Where is it? I did write something. Where it was a visible ink. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm like, so where is that? Oh, this is what I, I was like. Maybe you should put that on there on your traveling channel so that people knew yeah. where you're. Yeah, the traveling channel, but no one knows exactly where he's, he's been. <laughs> That's part of the fun. Big shout out to Johnny. We love Johnny. He's a. He, he's uh he's one of a kind i'll say that but yes, fun facts with syfax one of a kind man one of a kind but yeah, yeah dude so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good uh september september is gonna be a crazy crazy month yeah and then um yo before you know it it's the holidays bro yeah and then in october i got arlington comic um uh, fest um so that's gonna be good um what's this uh, the image speaks to a thousand words because <laughs> yeah, yeah. so. john, john can't even type you daddy's not gonna give the words you're gonna no, make them up you're going to have to make those bad boys up. Hey, what's up, buddy? What up? What up, Will? All right. Will Pace yeah. in the house. Yeah, it's Willy Willy. It's uh, what is it, Big Willy style? No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to the Arlington Comic Fest. And that I was going to do another show in December, but I decided that I'm just going to wrap it up in October and um, you know, focus on the Kickstarter in October. And then just worry worry about um, you know packing and shipping stuff um, in December uh, <laughs> if I make the campaign. So, um, um, but yeah, that's I'm just gonna focus on that. I was like, I was gonna do another one, but I'm tired because I'm also traveling for work, um, and I got three big trips for work coming up: um, two international and one domestic. So, I am I, I'm 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 exhausted. I'm exhausted. I can't even say exhausted. I'm exhausted. Uh, but yeah, so I think I'm I'm just gonna wait till next year. And um, I have a show, in, I think, in January or February. I forgot which one. I booked one for the new year, but that's it. Yeah, no, good stuff, brother. Good stuff. So the campaign, October, what is it? You're still going for October 5th, or what are we doing? What are, what are we doing? Right now, uh, October 2nd. And it, uh, it, it really, uh, I'm trying to get, so this campaign is the most, it's really important for me, right? Because I want to, I want to really, <clears throat> I want the same response that i get at comic cons on the kickstarter for some reason duty on a kickstarter um i haven't been able to break 100 backers and that's my goal for this one i, I want to break 100 backers when i'm at a convention i can sell 100 books like this but when i'm at, for some reason on the kickstarter it gets lost amongst all of the adult content and the uh the rehashed old IPs that expired, you know, that people uh, are rehashing like Cthulhu and all this other stuff and Frankenstein. So it gets lost in a shuffle. Um, and uh, I'm hoping my goal is to get to a hundred backers with this campaign, which is why I have this incentive with the trading card um, to try to drive that uh, excitement around it. Right now there's 20 people who signed up. I'm hoping to, by the time we launch to break more than 20, get to 50 or more. Uh, but I really want to get, uh, I want more backers this time. Uh, and that's my goal for this this event. That's why I took the summer off. I didn't do issue six in July when I was going to. I want to take the summer off, 
get some time to get the word out, connect with people on the front lines at the conventions and do some LCS book, you know, says appearances. And uh, so we'll see. So this is the most important one. Um, so I might shift it to the middle of the month. Right now it's, it's slated for October 2nd. But it's definitely gonna launch in October, but I'm not yeah. sure just yet. Yeah, because I lose I lose 12 days of 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 creating because of travel for work. Yeah, and so that might slow me up with production. So I don't want to impact anybody. So I'll make the decision as I get closer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think incentives are great. I, I think incentives always work. I think that's a good thing. You know, you, you're doing you know very similar to what I did with my with the prints that I was giving away for people pledging. You're giving away trading cards, which is awesome, right? Just just for following the page, yeah. and that's great, you know. And then obviously, when you pledge, you'll get it in the mail, and that's that's and that's a great incentive. I think if you're looking for for backers, I think backing backer incentives are also good. Like every 25 backers, maybe you give something away or something like yeah. that, just to increase the number of backers. If that's what you're looking for, me personally, the way I, I look at crowdfunding, we have spoken about this before. For me, crowdfunding is about making the money to crowdfund your project. Oh, there they are. You, you they said they were coming. You say they were coming. You said it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I told them I got to mute my mic. These savages. These savage beasts. Hold on. <laughs> I think they hear my wife. I don't know. Hey, what's going on over there? They know what's up. Okay. No, no. But what I'm saying is I, th I think when it comes to crowdfunding, um, I think it's important to focus on the crowdfunding aspect of it, the funding, the funding of it. I think that when it comes to um, backers are important. I think that's very important. But I think that, you know, for me, it's more important to make make the money. Make the money, I think, to me is more important. Than yeah, yeah. Well, that's basically, uh, yeah, exactly. I agree 100%. Because you could have 100 backers and they could have all given you a dollar. And you have 100 backers, but you only have $100. And that's really not going to do anything Damn. for you on, 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 the, on the campaign. It's Why not. You do me like that, bro. It's not. It's like, you know what yo. Happens, yo. It's like now, now, now. Listen, your thoughts. <laughs> if, if you have a million backers at a dollar, yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's tough. But, it, it, yeah. Was it peekaboo? I see you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Um, yes. Yeah, this man. and you know and, and and again, this issue is really you know because it's a ten part miniseries and it really pops off in issue number six. I'm introducing a whole new um, a group of characters, um, Bobby's best friend, Patrick and Brittany. And they're, they're determined to find what Bobby thinks he saw in the toilet. And so they're, they're, they're grouping up to get it. You have no boo for you catching ghosts of what we do. It's a ghost busting organization because the father thinks there's a ghost. He doesn't know that there's an alien in the house. He thought he saw a ghost. So you got Agent Doe hot on duty's trail. You got the Emperor of Uranus saying, where's my son? So, you know, you know, uh, General Goatee has to go and head back to earth but then then there's another element to it there's a there's a there's a twist a plot twist in this one and i'm not going to give that away but there's a lot happening in this one um and i'm excited about this and don't forget the janitor if you picked up number if you got the graphic novel or issue number five you got introduced to the janitor at the end of the book and he plays a pivotal role in the series so there's a lot happening in this um i'm excited on this i think this is you know taking duty to and it's going to set the stage for the future stories with duty um, to come. So I'm excited about that. Um, you know, because once this ends, you know, the you know, duties monsters continues. We introduced the, the, the samurai story title. I'm going to withhold until later. Um, uh, so there's duty's going to have four issue one shots, minis, which is all going to be their own graphic novels. So all going to be four issue stories, standalone stories, 
on Duty's journey. So it's going to go from Disneyland in my toilet to Duty and whatever the subtitle is going to be, like Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. You know, Duty, I'm going to say the samurai story, but there's a lot of stuff going on and it's going to be just going to be an ongoing. That's why these trading cards are important because they tie into the samurai story. So you want to, you're going to be, you're going to be kicking yourself if you don't get these. I'm just saying, because when they're gone, they're gone. That when, you know, when that, when that series comes out and you didn't get the first volume of the cards, you're going to be like, damn, damn, damn. Sorry, oh. I'm just saying. So I'm excited about it. You know, it's, um, you know, everybody knows the hustle's real, but you know, it's the best part of it. You know, I'm rocking my duty wear right here. Boom. You know, it's so it's uh it's gonna be fun. So come along for the ride, have fun with me, sign up today, send me an email that you signed up and say, Yo, I signed up. Uh if you signed up or you're watching this, just put it in the chat, say Sam, I signed up, and then make sure you pledge and you'll get yourself that trading card. Bam. Um, so it's gonna be fun. So that's my two cents. That's it. And a quarter. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let, let's 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 move along. We do have a guest coming. Yes, we got in a topic in too. A few minutes. Yeah, we got a topic, dog. Let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah, I gotta get my medicine. Hold on. It's time for your medicine. Yo, are you the reason you lost that job? Say what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Sammy? What are we talking? We, we, Sam and I, we, we talk from time to time on the phone less now because Sammy's a busy man working and he's got to get to work. Uh, but when we do, you know, we have some pretty good conversations. The other day, this topic came up and Word. you decided, yo, maybe we should talk about that. So tell me a little bit about behind why you decided to talk about this. There's a lot of difficult people on this planet. I'm just saying, yo, what's the matter with you? Why do you? Put yourself in compromising positions. So what? So here it is. I, you know, over the years, I've been fortunate. Enough, I started working in, uh, in as an independent comic book creator way back before I met George. And I've worked with a lot of different people and a lot of difficult people, right? And and then you find that these difficult people could never work with other people, right? And they always found themselves in the circle. So when you think about it, for and, and you know, we're not taking shots at anybody out there, but you know who you is, right? So if you're out there and you and you find yourself sitting there in the lab and like, damn, I can never, you know, why can't I, I get, you know, work with this person? Or why is this? Or or, or you're going on social media and you're venting. Um, is it you? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's, you know, maybe because you're too overly critical. Maybe, maybe it because you're not realistic, you know, maybe because you're not willing to give as much as people are giving you, you know, so there's a whole lot of factors that go into whether or not. So if you, um, if you're someone, anybody wants to work with, you know, so if, if you're missing out on those jobs, you know, <clears throat> what I learned and we know this and you know, this because in, in the, in the business world, right outside of comics, right in the real world where you have to go and clock in, you know, a lot of it has to do with likability. Right. So I've seen it time and time again where you have somebody who's really talented, but is so freaking obnoxious that they lose out on a promotion to somebody who has half the skill, but is likable and coachable versus to someone who's obnoxious, who feels like they, they know it all and they lost out on something that they should have gotten. But because they didn't work on their social skills, but because they felt they knew it all before, but because they, they rubbed people the wrong way, they lost out on it. So a lot of it's likability. How likable is you? And I said, is you? I didn't say, oh, how likable yeah. are you? 
No, no, right? for real, man. And it's funny because this topic, you know, it, it, we can talk about many reasons <laughs> as to why people, <laughs> many reasons as to why people lose jobs, right? Like I, I, I was dealing with a with an artist yes. right, who hit me up and said he wanted to work with me. I was like, I really don't have anything right now, but you know, let me see. Maybe I do. Rule number one, if you're looking for work and I understand the hustle is real, right? I understand you got you to be on top of it. But there's a difference between being, being somebody who's eager to work and being somebody who's annoying to the point where like they're hitting you up every five minutes. Hey, do you have anything? I just told you. I'm looking into it. Did, did you find anything? I'm just, you know what I mean? Like to me, it's like, take it easy, brother. Because you're going to lose this job, right? You're going to lose the job if you are too eager to work. You, there's, there's, there's a nice little balance there, right? I decided to ignore the fact that this person was being persistent. I looked at it as, okay, maybe he's, you know, maybe this is a good thing, right? Continued on. Went as far as sending him payment to start the work and found, come to find out that it was weird because he was saying, hey, can you send it as friends and family rather than, you know, just as goods and services? First of all, we're not friends. We're not family. I'm not sending you payments <laughs> online as a friend or a family member when we're not that. We are business we're working as Hermano. a business. <laughs> so that was that was another one. I'm a little from column A, a little from column B, George. But but see, that's all right. You can be a little bit of each. Just don't be A, don't be B. You know what I'm saying? How about C? <laughs> exactly. It could be A, 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 A plus. No, but so so then so I send the money, dude. He, it didn't go through because now it didn't go through. And the reason why he was asking me to do that is because obviously he had issues with his PayPal, but also he was using somebody else's PayPal. So PayPal decided we're not going to, we're not going to continue this transaction. So I had to go through the process of getting in contact with PayPal and saying, you know, forget that transaction. So that's how you lose a job. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Talk about how do I lose a job? Is it You're your better man than I job? am, bro. But you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. You're special. I'm the special you. kind of fella, because the moment I say, if the first time I said, look, if I said I was looking into it or I don't have anything now and I got four more, then it's just blocked. No, no, but this is the thing. And you yeah. may look at it. The kid was talented. He was talented. It was really good work. You know what I'm saying? It was really yeah. good for a really good price. So I went through the process. I'm like, all right, let's get, this is a really, this, this person talking about being obnoxious, being talented, but obnoxious. There it is, right? There it is. So that's how you lose the job. What up, what up, man? That's a, and, and, and he lost it. He lost the job. He could have had it, but the, and that's the thing. We got to look at this as a business and you got to have your ducks in a row. Make sure your PayPal works. If you're trying to get paid through one of these, whether it's Zelle, Venmo, PayPal, Whatever the heck they got out there, Cash App. Yeah, and that was the other thing. He was like, all right, forget PayPal. Send it to me in Cash App. Nah, dog. What are we doing here? This isn't that's not how this is going to go down. That's how you lose. Yo, when I have to work harder than the person that I'm hiring, that's a problem here. <laughs> that's a problem. I'm like, yo, I'm precious. I'm moving on because that's, I'll just go to DeviantArt where there's a billion other talented artists out there. Right. And I'll, and I'll, and there's a lot more, you know, or Fiverr, right? And that's the that's yeah, the reason why Fiverr works. I've I've been fortunate enough that the like the artist that did Forbidden, he was a breath of fresh air. Right. He was so pleasant, and it was easy because number one, I provided the storyboards, and I gave him all everything—the script, the storyboards, the character designs, all that stuff. 
and he fell in love with the concept and he was boom, 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 right? Spot on with everything, right? It was a great relationship. And he did, I think, 100 pages, right? Um, and, and the only reason why I, I hired a, an artist is because that style of art wasn't my strong suit, right? So that's why, I, but he was great. The guy who did the cover, fantastic to work with, right? The colorists, um, fantastic. She was amazing, right? Mm -hmm. um, but then we, then there was a couple. Out of those, there was a couple that was like, I put them on my blacklist. Not, never hire again. And don't ask yeah. me for reference for that person because that person is gabash in my book, right? So it's like, yeah. <clears throat> it's a small, small circle. It's a small circle. Don't burn bridges. Don't be obnoxious. I get it. Everybody needs work. I get it. I get it. You know, yeah. but hustle. I get but, it too. Yes. The, you know, put your portfolio out. Connect with people. Say, and you just put it in a post. Hey, anybody looking for an artist? Here's my portfolio. Check it out. Boom. Do it that way, but when you start harassing and then you give all these ultimatums, or or, or now it becomes work for me. Nah, another, I got work. another thing you don't want to do is so this guy was trying to prove that he was trustworthy. So he would send me messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was sending me messages that he had with other people about the work they were doing to prove that he was somebody you can trust. And at that point, I don't trust you anymore in Hades. Made a good point. I had mentioned this to him. He said, well, he just showed that he's not trustworthy. He's he's willing to put other people's information out to another person just to prove that he is trustworthy. Ironically, that's not, not, not what you want to do, right? Yeah. So that's another way to lose it. There's so many. This person lost the job in so many ways. You know another way to lose a job? <laughs> saying you're going to do your so, – saying you're going to do a certain type of work and Ooh. give you something completely Bait and switch. Oh. Right? Right, where you think you're getting something, and then when you actually get it, it's not what you thought you they paid pulled for. a Houdini, bro. <laughs> it's all that's bro. another way to lose it. It's an abracadabra, yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's your and listen, that happened, that happened, yeah, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we, I think, I think we all felt uh, at one point or another fell victim yeah. to the scam artists, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and that's the thing is like, and you see it on DeviantArt, I mean, not in DeviantArt, you see it on uh, Fiverr too. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I do on when I used to go on Fiverr, I would look at how many reviews you have to have at least 50 or more reviews for me to consider you. Right. The ones who had no reviews or they were new, but they had a portfolio. What I always say, what I did was Fiverr and I, and I, and I was recommended to anybody else. I'd say, here's the budget. Here's the page count. Here's the timeline. But in order to be considered, I need at least a sample of Here's a character from my series. You join it in your style to be considered in the running. Don't bother um, pursuing this contract if you're not willing to do that. Right? And then I would get, and then you'll see well, their portfolio looks nothing like what they submit. And I'm like, oh, that person's no, oh no, you got to go. Right? And so I think you have to be very careful today because, you know, you're going to get scammed. Had an artist tell me they wanted 250 a page and would take six months to do 22. What? I said, good luck with that. It moved on. That's right. Bye-bye. That's, that's crazy. How you lose. That's how you lose a job. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 250 a page is going to take you six months. Yo. Crazy. No what are you drawing? Like a panel yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you painting, what are you painting each panel? What's going I on? Know, what are you, Alex? What is it, Ross? Hey, Alex Ross, what are you? Crazy, Alex Ross is faster than that. That's bananas, like, bro. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, but there's there, there's a lot of things out there like that, man. And just you know, yeah. just be just be just be mindful of that stuff because yeah, it could be the reason why you lost the job. 
Yeah, and that don't those, blame anybody else. And those are just some examples, but also be respectful of other people's work. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, everybody has opportunities. So don't go out there and, and disrespect me, people on social media, because you don't think that their art style or their writing style is up to up to par. Um, worry about you. Right. Worry about your output. You know, don't worry about the next man. You know, and don't use your platform to to degrade somebody else. The, the platform should be to to move forward, to progress and uplift. Right. And, 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 and to create a network of like minded, talented people. That's what it should be used for. But when you go out there and you you are attacking people, you know, then you find that you can't. You, no one wants to work with you. Look in the mirror, yeah. right? I always get an image of our characters before. Oh, dude. Yeah, and that that could be a whole that could be a whole other topic, bro. Because sure. it, we and I was talking to them about this. You know, obviously people should get paid for their work. I'm not saying don't pay artists, and we can talk about this on another topic. But but getting. I guess not character sheets. I don't want to call them character sheets because I don't want you to think that I'm asking you to design a character for me. And I'm not going to pay you for it. That's not what it is. But I, I need to know if you can draw my character. Yes. I need to know if you can draw my character. And I, I personally don't think that you should pay for that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and I use the example of that's like going to a job interview and expecting to get paid after that job interview by that job. They're not yeah. going to pay you. Oh. You're walking in there to see if you can get the job. Your uh, portfolio yeah. is your resume, yeah. right? If you can draw my character, that's your that's your. You know how many? You know how many you now are requiring you to take a competency assessment? They they have you take these e modules to, oh, to yeah. assess your competence before as part of your interview process. The interview, They're not right? paying you for that time for you to sit behind a computer and do that. Um, is it another artist? Turn off for me is when they trash for yeah in the interview. Direct quote: Your job is so easy. I'm doing the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Shots fired. Damn, that's another way to lose your job. Yeah, that's, that's that's horrible. But there's so many reasons, right? There's and, so uh, many ways. You know, so I agree. Many you gotta show. You gotta show me my characters. I don't want to see your portfolio anymore. Your portfolio got you in. To this conversation, yeah, yeah. now show me how you draw my character, yeah. and then and then we'll Especially go. If it's already been designed. I'm not asking yeah. you to design my character. No. Right? That character's already already exist. Yeah. I just need to know if you can draw it. That's yeah. what I need to know. Anytime I hire anybody, all the characters are already designed. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. All right. Well, that's it, and that could be another topic. Another topic I'm that I told you to move. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh, we're going to be talking to Dan Barlow. Um, yes. He's an independent comic book creator. He has a Kickstarter that's going to be launching soon. He's also one of the contestants in the Draw Duty contest. Um, so uh, we're going to bring him in. But before we do, we're going to show a video clip that um, he provided. So here it is.
felt like I was in a bar having a cocktail. That was nice. <laughs> What's up, Dan? What's going on, Dan? Uh oh. You hear yeah, me? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Your audio's coming in a little choppy, but yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Hold up. Let me get closer to the, oh, to yeah. the mic. That's, 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 better. that's a nice little yeah. background you got there, man. Yeah, you like that? Uh, you know what? There's, I think there's some ties to pinball machine art and comic art of the 70s. Mm. There's, I think there must have been some comic book artists back in the day that did artwork on pinball machines because there's some beautiful art from back yeah, in the day. That's gorgeous. Oh. I like that setup. And, uh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's nice. Dude. Yeah, this uh, big history. Like I said, y'all got to come to date sometime. We're going to kick it, play some pinball. Do some comics, it'd be nice. Yes, that's, that's up. up. That's, that's <laughs> up what up, Gil? Yeah, man. Damn, rocking the kit. <laughs> Not sure why I love that so much, but there it is. <laughs> so, so Dan, for those who don't know who Dan Barlow is, just give us a quick introduction into uh Dan Barlow yeah. as well. Yeah, man. Uh I've been doing comics off and on, independence, a lot of short stories for other other creators. Uh, I had some of my first published work uh, really back in 2000, Digital Webbing Presents. I don't know if y'all knew that. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I also did a couple other independent stories. And then there's a Christian comics group that uh, I did some artwork for back in around 2008, 2009. And then uh, I took a break for about nine years, had a little battle with some cancer. Oh, and uh chemotherapy just had the realization that hey you know I, have, I still have some life goals and uh so i wanted to get back into the swing of things and uh so i didn't know anything about kickstarter or you know print on demand or nothing like that i just knew that i like to draw and do pages and so uh last year beginning of last year i just started you know decided to tackle uh a couple of ideas i had floating around i was trying to put that movie on that's in my head onto the pages and stuff so uh, that's why I figured I might as well do it. And, uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. I'm ready to break out the third book. Uh, the campaign, Kickstarter campaign, launches September 1st. And, uh, yeah, so. Oh, nice. Uh, things are going, you know, I can't, I can't hate. Yeah, no, good for you. Hey, listen, congratulations on, on beating cancer, my brother. That's, yes. that's amazing, dude. That's amazing. That, that, that's, a, that's a victory right there, brother. That's a victory right there. Um, came out of the but, blue. Yeah, no, that's that's the worst, dude. That's the worst right there when it comes out like that. But I'm glad I'm glad you're doing it, man. I'm glad you found you found the passion. You you have a book that's out now. Listen, I was reading through some of the um some of like your older campaigns and 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 just looking through uh through the the, the characters and the concept of it. Um, and it's very interesting, dude. You have these bounty hunters, right? Who basically uh do battle with, I guess, supernatural beings. You have and they're, they're named after holidays, like St. Pat, Halloween, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Christmas, and the fourth. And I thought that that was really, really, really just different, right? Yeah. How did that idea come about, man? You know what? Uh, so one of the things back in the 80s, I'm a kid of the 80s, really. So one of the things I was big into was G.I. Joe. Oh, yes. And, and <laughs> I knew I liked you. <laughs> I love those characters, right? Still do. And... Uh, so that's when I started drawing comics. Uh, I didn't really grow up reading comics. I, was, I didn't really have the money for it, but I clipped out like cartoon strips and all that. But anyways, 
Uh, yeah, that was a story I had kicking around for like the last 15 years. Wow. And actually, the four, the, the first four bounty hunters in issue one are all based on somebody I know, like, uh, you know, and they're all based on actual people and stuff like that. So the dude that's the fourth, he got the, the uh, crazy tattoo down his arms. That's an actual, that's his actual tattoos. He was a Marine and all that. So he helps me out. He's big. In the, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a good dude. And then, uh, so yeah, I, all yeah, the three other guys are all in the comics and stuff like that. And I said, nice. you know what? It's more of a tribute to my friends, you know, and just to say, you know, hey, thank you, you know, for being brothers and stuff in my life. And uh, so yeah, and I, I like that the, the idea of the holidays. I got more holidays coming out. The second issue, I have one called The Giver. Uh, she's a Hispanic character, she's real good with knives, and then uh, she can like use her mind to make them float and stuff like that. The, the Halloween character, when he puts on his hood, he can see ghosts, but he can also make people see ghosts. It's kind of like an illusion trick. Like, if they have a memory of someone that, uh, that was in their life that they lost or something like that, he can make it appear like a ghost to them. And uh, that's what he does. Like, in the second issue, a cop shows up, and, uh, you know, uh, one of the other characters is like, hey, make this dude see a ghost or something. And he's like, hang on, I'm trying to find a ghost for him. <laughs> and he pulls up this guy that the cop accidentally shot and, and killed. And so, so the cop thinks he's seen the ghost of someone that he killed on, on the line of duty and uh, to distract him, you know, things like that. And then one thing leads to another and, and cop gets bit by a werewolf and all that. And then he ends up in issue three as a werewolf cop. Uh, but no, and there's some other holidays coming out, like issue four, which happens to be halfway done, and I hope to drop in November, December. Uh, issue four, I introduced like another five or six holiday characters. So, you know, what, what, why the holidays, Dan? Why, why did you decide to go with holiday bounty hunters, basically? Uh, you know what? I thought about using like presidents' names hmm. at first, uh, but. Uh, you know what? I, I think maybe some of that inspiration came from like Reservoir Dogs. And they all was like Mr. Pink and Mr. all that. Right, Mr. Uh, White. Yeah. And, and so I was, I was trying, just trying to think of names. So some of the characters, you know, some of the holiday characters have special gifts and ability. Like St. Pat, his, it's not a special gift, but he's the one character that talks to Angel all the time. And, okay. and it's just him. And everyone thinks he's crazy. But this angel keeps telling him, hey, man, you know, uh, you're fighting for the Lord. Your Armageddon's coming. You know, God needs you to slay these, you know, these demons and all that. And so that's going to have something to, to play in effect uh, around the, the end of the, the miniseries where he just kind of, everyone thinks he's flipping out. But really, you know, he's being told by Holly Power to basically take out the demons and stuff. So, but that's, that's one of the storylines that goes on in the miniseries. Uh, and then, and really, I, I try to put it just as much focus on the bad guys. Like, uh, when they chase down this werewolf in the first and second issue, you find out he has a twin brother who just so happens to be a vampire, and that's in the third issue coming out. And the two brothers don't know that each other's alive, right? And, but there's a connection. They're both, they're both tied to this guy who used to be a pastor, and uh, he ended up uh, turning turn the other direction 
And now he has something set up like Epstein Island where he got a resort that caters to the rich and all that. Yeah. And it's, it's weird, too, because I had that idea back before I even heard of Epstein Island. This is like back in 2004 because I was thinking, man, what if there's a place where just the rich and the powerful and all get together and they do just do dumb stuff, stuff they know that would be breaking the law. And then that story of Epstein Island breaks out. I'm like, ah, wow. see? Mm-hmm. Real stuff out there. So, yeah, I, I put that in there. And so this dude, his name is uh, LeBlanc. Like I said, he used to be a preacher. He knows some of his congregation have, like, gone astray, right? They left the family. And basically, what the, more, uh, the gist of the story is he kind of sold his soul to the devil. And so in doing so, he also ended up pulling others around him in from his congregation. They've been cursed and, and all that. Some of their lives have just taken strange turns. And um, so he's hired the holidays to bring them in. And the holidays don't even know how bad this dude is. And like the fourth issue, which um, I'm going to start drawing here uh, later on this month, is called Church Full of Monsters. And it deals with him dealing with the sex trade and He's using his old church that's abandoned uh, as a drop-off point for these girls and whatnot. And St. Pat breaks in there because these girls are waiting to be picked up, and there's some bad news there with guns and all that. And the angel's are like, look, you're going to go in there, and you're going to clean house. And it, there's no real dialogue except for this girl. She's praying the Lord's Prayer. This whole time, St. Pat's in there just busting heads and stuff. And then finally, when she's done praying, He's going to be there like, hey, I'm here to get you out of here, right? The Lord sent me. Because, you know, she's praying, and, and the dudes, the bad guys are like, nobody can hear you. You pray all you want. And uh, so, yeah, and by the by time uh, the fighting's done, he's going to be there, you know, trying to rescue him and stuff like that. Nice. But, yeah, there's just some stuff like that I got kicking around. Um, and then uh, for the third campaign coming out, uh, one of the, the – things I, I, I wanted to give back as a, a way of saying thanks to my like 20 supporters, 20 backers. Uh, one way is I got a convention special coming out. I got another book that's kind of op- opposite of Devil's Contract, a little bit more lighthearted called Mr. Love. And that's about a, a story about a Cupid that's bad at his job. And there's some funny stuff that goes on in it. And um, yeah, I got a, a 16 page convention special that I, I'm going to print, and uh, all the backers of the third book will be the ones get their hands on it first, and uh, they'll be able to get this convention special as a, just as a, a bonus, you know, hook them up. Because my plan is to make a 16-page comic, sell it for $2 at the shows, and just see what it does. It's an intro because I have a Mr. Love, another Mr. Love book coming out later on this year with a guy I partnered up to write it. And uh, so... And that's coming along pretty good. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, nice. yeah. yeah, no. So, so then with, tell us a little bit about your process, man. Cause obviously you're, 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 you're an artist, but you also write the books, right? So do you have a script that you write down? Are you just kind of like writing ideas down and you know what you're going to draw? So you just go right into the page and start drawing. What's your process? Yeah. Um, so a crazy thing is, when I started this, I reached out to a couple of writers I worked with in the past, and everybody just, you know, some of the guys wasn't doing comics no more, and I couldn't find a writer. And uh, 
you know, and there, I've been part of a couple of groups where things didn't pan out. And, uh, and uh, finally I just said, look, if I, if I continue to wait on somebody, it's never going to get done. So I just started drawing it. I did the old school Marvel method. I had the idea and I just wrote down, okay, uh, the first issue was 28 pages. I just get the notebook paper out. Page one, I want this to happen, all the way down to page 28. And then I started drawing. And, you know, when you do it that way, you tend to change things up halfway through. There's a couple of things that came up. I'm like, all right, you know what? You wake up in the morning, like, man, I got a great idea. So let me let me change page 26 and 27 and, and add this in. And uh, so that's kind of how I've been doing it. Uh, you know, I, I do find myself, though, sometimes uh, – you know, especially if I go ahead and uh, do my roughs and my layouts and stuff, things flow a little bit better. Sometimes I get stubborn. I'm like, I get home, and I'm kind of like that. Uh, I'm trying to think of Dave Sims, Cerebus. Uh, uh, he, he, I think he said, you know, do a page a day. Don't look back, you know. So, so, sometimes I wake up in the morning after working all night, and I, I'm, I'm hating on my stuff. I'm like, man, you get the imposter syndrome. And like, man, I hate my artwork, man. I, I need to stop this stuff. And then some, you know, sometimes I'm like, all right, we're good. Just keep on pushing through. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm, I've been doing. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things. Uh, with Mr. Love, it, it's been a partnership. Uh, he's been real, the writer's been real cool. He, he, he does work for another independent uh, company. And uh, I was kind of like, look, I got some ideas. Let me, let me throw these at you. And see what you come up with, and uh, so yeah, that's that's been cool. It's been a nice collaboration. Um, so I'm eventually starting to bring people into the fold. Any, anyone that wants to work with me and stuff like that, I've had a couple people like say they want to work with you, and me like, all right, you know what? How here you go then? You know, let's let's do something. But here in a couple of weeks, you know, show me something. Two three weeks go by and they ain't got nothing, nothing but excuses, and so I don't have time for that. I'm like, look. I got it. I, in my head, I got an agenda. I, I, need, I want this book and this book and this book come out this year. And if you can't write something in two weeks, not even a couple pages, then you know what? You might want to try something else, a different hobby or a different profession or something. Because, you yeah. know, comic book writers, just like artists, same thing. If you can't draw a page in a couple weeks, man, I don't know, Travis Tress. Yeah, it may, he can get away with it because he's so good, but, you know, you got to be a stellar artist if you're only going to put a couple pages out a year. You got, you know, everybody in the independent scene, really, if they want to make a name for themselves, get their stuff out, they got to hustle all the time. Every night I get home, I take care of my family duties, and then when everyone goes to bed and stuff, man, I just kick on some music or something, a podcast. You know, I've been digging you guys the last couple months. Thank on you, a podcast works. You know, hey, listen, and, and you got and you got a nice little six spot to go and work in, man. Like that's a nice little place you got back there, working oh, in that yeah. yeah, that's nice. Hey, so so you mentioned you said something interesting, and I think that people who are watching the show and people who are creators probably suffer from this sometimes. It's the imposter syndrome, right? Where you think to yourself, maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe I'm this is not for me. This is not what I should be doing. How do you beat that, man? Like, what, what you say, you go in there and you do your thing, but what do you do to kind of like keep yourself motivated and keep going? Oh, yeah. one of the ways I, one of the things that helps me is when I see my stuff in print, 
uh, probably one of the greatest moments, uh, not in my life. I don't want my wife to hear this get mad. <laughs> but those books, when my book, you know, something I worked so hard on finally showed up on my doorstep. Mm. I broke open that pulled those books out. Man, I had a moment, you know, a little light shine through the window on me. <laughs> and I was just like, man, this felt good. And uh, that really motivated me. Motivated me. I had a couple of publishers that that wanted to print my book, uh, but they didn't want me to print it. They they want me to put it on hold for like another year, mm. and they was going to go ahead and go through diamond and all that. And I told them, I said, man, I, I don't want to wait another year because I don't know if I can work myself this hard for another year without seeing something. I got to have something in my hand, something to make me keep going. I wanted to go do some shows, hit the comic book shops. Yeah. show my friends and family and uh so a lot of times i got you know friends and family that support me every once in a while and like hey man i'm glad you're doing your thing just keep doing it even though i ain't making no money you know <laughs> barely. but uh you know you just keep doing it because i'm thinking sooner or later one of my ideas is going to break and, and somebody's going to want to see more of it and then i'll just go with it i got i got three other books finished just sit wow. and collect and dust. Wow. Not of the devil's back, but other ideas that I did. I did a, I did a book back in 2010 as a superhero comic. And uh, I liked it. It's lettered and everything. Somebody else wrote it, at, but I never took it to print because back in 2010, it seemed like printing was expensive and I wasn't going to drop a couple thousand dollars. And I didn't, I never heard of Kickstarter. I don't even think it existed back then. Uh, so that kind of changed things. But, you know, I'd, I'd like to eventually let some of these other projects see the light. And I'm thinking maybe with some of my campaigns, throw in a bonus book. And then I'll have more material to sell at shows and whatnot, you know, because uh, I, I really don't do prints. Uh, you know, if, if the time comes for me to do something, I, I think Sam mentioned this. He's doing prints of duty because duty is like universal. You could throw any costume on duty and it works, right? <laughs> I mean, People did all kinds of cool stuff with them. Uh, so uh, it's like, if I'm going to do prints of something, it's going to be my characters. And, and and I think somebody mentioned before on one of the podcasts, like, look, I can I can do a print of my characters, but maybe like a homage to like a classic uh, comic book cover or something like that. One of the variant covers I'm going to do for uh, issue four later on this year is going to be a homage to Jim Lee X-Men issue, his uh his first issue of X-Men with the Black Widow, Wolverine, and uh, Captain America when they in Magifor. Great stuff, man. Great yeah. artwork. And I love that. I was like, man, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to take my time and bang out something as, as best as I can and uh, hope that people are receptive to it. No, that sounds good, man. That sounds good. I mean, listen, I, I agree with you 100 percent, man. It, it's about it's about that motivation you get when you when you see your stuff in print, right? Like that. That's very rewarding, you know, and like, you know, I, I go to I go to some of these conventions. I haven't I haven't tabled at a convention in a while, but I go there just to be in that environment, just so that, you know, just to fill myself with like people who are like doing it. And, and it just motivates you to continue to do what to do what we're doing, because it is it's, it's a thankless job sometimes. Right. Because you're not getting paid for this thing. You just you know, what I mean, you're doing it because you love it. You know. So, yeah, no, totally agree. You were going to say something. Though. Hey, I was going to say conventions can go one or two ways for me as far as feeling. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go to conventions. I see some killer art and I feel bad. I'm like, man, I, I'm not, 
Dude, man, what's wrong with me? Why can't I make my stuff look like this? And then sometimes I go, I get hyped up because I see some stuff, and I'm like, how the hell is this book selling so much? <laughs> looking at it, I, and I'm not saying, I'm not going to hurt anyone's feelings, but inside I'm like, I'm just, you know, I, I start getting haterade. <laughs> I I feel the same way. I mean, I mean, for a long time, I was trying to draw like everybody else. I was trying to draw like Marvel. I was trying to draw like the guys that image, and I realized that that wasn't me, you know. And so I had to find my voice and what works for me. And once I did that, it was there's nothing you can say to me. Uh, and I was just focused on my style. And so when you yeah, see man. a drawing by Sam, the the whole goal is that people say, yeah, that's a Sam piece. Right. And so it's like, you know, finding your unique voice. So when I learned not to compare myself to anybody, but be inspired by the people who do it really well. Right. I look at it as motivation. I'm like, oh, shit, man, that's freaking. I wish I could do it like that, but I'm happy with what I got. Right. And then and you just get better every day. I, I, I find, you know what, I really do. And I mean this in the most sincere way. This is legit. I find motivation a lot of times here lately. It's on the podcast, man. So you guys are talking about things, real issues and stuff, coming from a creator's perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and it helps because I know a lot of times you guys on, on the show got a positive message. You know, keep, keep working at it. Keep doing it. And, and we need to hear that. And I don't know. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that's listening right now can check this out. They do comics. I think they feel the same way. We need to hear that. We don't always say that, but we got to, you know, show love, show appreciation And, and if you are going to put a, if you are going to try to deliver, be smart about it. Like, don't make it so obvious. You know what I mean? Like, get a little more creative with how you're telling that story to put, send that message across. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a way to do it. You know, you just got to be smart about it. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. A great, a great man series that Alan Moore did was top 10. I don't know if you guys ever read that. Mm-mm. You get a chance to check it out. It's 13 issues. Gene Ha did the artwork. Fantastic. Well, anyways, it's a great story. It's about a bunch of cops in a world where everyone has superpowers. And they're the cops, right? And then someone on the police force uh, is a Satanist, 
and another lady's a Catholic. Mm. And so you're kind of getting a little bit on both ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. in these characters. Great, like I said, I can't I can't recommend it enough, man. Out some of Alan Moore's best stuff and the artwork's fantastic. Yeah. Check yes. out Pat Finn. Came out like twenty some years ago. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is you can put your message in there. You can have characters that's true to what they believe in. Sure. But it doesn't have to be the forefront of the story. It just contributes and adds to the story. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's I, what yeah. yeah, I agree. I think um, you know, storytelling should really take people into another world um let them escape the realities and enjoy a story for a moment you know and uh, I, I agree with you 100 leave the politics out yeah so um so let's see all right george you know what until tonight i never caught your name i always wanted to call you get your meds uh, <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate you, my brother. Yeah, no, man. Listen, for those who are watching, we're talking to Dan Barlow. He's got a book coming out on Kickstarter, issue number three of The Devil's Contract, issue number three. How many How many issues is that going to be, Dan? Is it ongoing or are you stopping it at some point? Uh, you know, I'd like to stop because I got some other ideas uh, and, and I also got some solo issues. I did, I, I finally, I broke the mold. I, I wrote a solo issue for uh, the Halloween character. Oh, it's cool. going to be really. I finally, I finally sat down and wrote some stuff instead of just drawing and then putting dialogue on it. I can't wait to get it out. But uh, uh, right now, I'm looking at five issues in the first story arc, maybe six, mm-hmm. um, and then when that story arc's done, I got another story arc in mind to try to it all in wrap it up but some of the solo issues um i'll think about with, with just the holidays uh i like to get out the halloween one is going to be really cool talk about his background what he had to go through and then uh mr christmas story i got a lot of it plotted out where he's trying to prevent a, a gang of thieves dressed up like santa claus because they, they they broke they they didn't break into a children's hospital, but they, they're posing as Santa Claus around the holidays, but they're really there to steal medicine. Wow. Right? Yeah. This is, this is a young man that's dealing with, uh, like, cancer and stuff, and he's just as himself, right? And and he kind of picks up on some of the, these odd-looking Santa Claus and stuff going around looking all rough and crazy, right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got to go pop the trunk, get put the uniform on, take care of business. So you got Mr. Christmas fighting a bunch of Mr. wicked Christmas. Santa Clauses around Christmas time at a children's hospital. And I, I tell my buddy about it. I bounce out ideas off of him. Man, we're just cracking up. I'm like, man, I got to do that. <laughs> Dad, you got you to gotta do, do a whole series. Call it The Holidays featuring, you know, Mr. Christmas. The Holidays featuring, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then just do those solo. Because that sounds, that sounds dope. And I, I, I really love the concept. Of yeah. having these hol- these these characters with holiday names be bounty hunters and they go into their own adventures. I think you have something very yeah. very unique there, and I think you should definitely definitely just expand on that world, bro. Yeah, I think it's a really really cool concept. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to try to um, like I said, and hopefully I'm 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 of the mindset if I do enough issues, then maybe you know after a while people will see 
hey, man, this book is, he's still putting this book out. Maybe there's something to it. I might have to need to check this out. So I'm hoping after five or six issues, you know, maybe I'll give me 50 backers at least, you know. <laughs> you will, man. Hey, listen, that, that list is growing of the, of, the, of the people following it. So you never know, bro. You never know if this yeah. is the one that, that takes you over the, over the edge. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So if you're if you want to check out uh, Dan Barlow's uh, The Devil's Contract, book number three, Werewolf, the link is in the chat. It's also in the summary of this page. Check it out. Um, hit that notify me button of the launch. It launches on the first, which is what this Friday? What Friday, is it? yeah, Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. Nice. One of the cool things on this launch is why I did the, the second launch. It I had a twenty dollar level where you actually you get the books and then you get an original piece of art from the story. I was cutting up pages. Yeah. <laughs> you want a panel? Man, sign through it in there. Where else you put the original art, comic book art, for $20 on Kickstarter? <laughs> Hell, half a book is like $20. And that don't even come with original art. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I want to get some value. I think yeah. I, I think a couple, a couple times, man. It's about providing value. I ain't trying to gouge my readers. I don't want to punish nobody. You know what I'm saying? I want to give you guys a good book, five dollars. Let's go with it. You know, yes, a little bit more. I'm going to give you a little bit more, whatever I can. I, I got a variant cover. I'm wrapping up. It's going to be pretty nasty, uh, and it's going to be a red foil variant. So, and I'm just, you know, this is all new to me. Like that little trailer. I never did trailers before. That's, that's nice, just, bro. That is nice. Hell yeah. And I, I tried to hire somebody to do a trailer for me. And like a week went by, and he never responded. And I, and I asked him like three times, and I'm like, I guess he don't want to do it because he was asking for work. And so I reached out, and, and no response. I'm like, well, I ain't got time because I need to get the trailer for the campaign. So I just kind of, you know, improvise, come up with something. <laughs> you know, I got teenage girls too, man. My daughters, man, they're like, Dad, this is like old people trailer. <laughs> you need to get more TikTok. And she's like, let me show you. I'm like. <laughs> I know what I want. <laughs> I want to things up. Oh, that's hilarious, awesome. dude. Damn kids. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Hey, teenagers hey, are critics, man. They're really critical. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, so we're at the point of the show where I'm going to give you the screen. I want you to give us your elevator pitch and tell everybody why they need to sign up and back uh, the Devil's Contract Book 3 when it launches this Friday. So, uh, And then let everybody know um, where they can find you as well on social media. So here you go. Go for it. All right, check it out. The Devil's Contract is a story about hitmen with special abilities that are hired to bring in monsters who also have ties into a high-powered society. So, you get a chance, check it out. The third issue's coming out. You can see what it's all about. And then, also, you can find me, Mind Grind Studios, right now on Facebook. And uh, get involved in the campaign right now, and I'm going to make sure you get something special to reward you with some original artwork. Outstanding, outstanding. Did we have a combat? Have you guys ever heard of the comic Angel Wolf? No, I've never heard no, of no, 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 but uh, Dan, man, it was a pleasure having you on. You know, yeah. thank you for coming on, and uh, you're always welcome back. And uh, you know, uh, again, we wish you a lot of success in the campaign. And uh, you gotta send me uh, um, the link to that that convention that you were talking about, um, so I can look it up. 
Uh, another great show. Thank you. Lou Pons. Thanks, yes. Lou. Yes. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll, and we'll be in contact. And again, um, and I don't know if you already did, but send me your bio um, and a headshot or whatever it is, you know, because your art goes into book number six of Disney in my toilet um, that you submitted. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So if you send me a headshot in a, in a couple of sentences of who you are, that's going to make it into the book as well. All right. And, so, and if you got any things, I'll hook you up with some art. I, you know, I call him, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I already hooked Sam up. I can't get you to George, you need some artwork, man. Hit me up, dude. I got you, you my brother. I got you. Brother. Thank you, Dan. You're the man, brother. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you for coming on. Peace. All right, so that's Dan Barlow again. Uh, check it out. Link is in the chat. Um, the Devil's Contract, book number three, Wolf, Werewolf Cop, Biker Vampires. And um, he's giving a lot of good stuff away, too. So uh, you want to check that out. Um, so right now, there's 18 people who have signed up to be notified. Um, so again, hit that link. I'll put the link again in the chat if you missed it. Um, here it is, just in case you missed it. Yeah, man. Now Dan was talking some real stuff there, bro. Like there's a lot of things, you know, we all feel, and I'm glad that he spoke about that because it's like, we all feel that way sometimes. Like, why am I doing this? What the hell am I doing? You know what I mean? I oh, feel that like every other day. <laughs> every other saying, day. Right? It's a real feeling. And to yeah. see that somebody else is feeling that, you know, you're not, we're not alone when we feel like this. You yeah. know what I mean? But, you know, we just, but we love to do this too much to stop. <laughs> You know, it's funny, and it's funny, you know, whenever you see a, the Crazy Nintendo Last where I'm doing a segment where I'm trying to um, boost people's confidence, is because sometime that week, I felt that lull. Yeah. And so it's, 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 it's therapeutic for me, um, but also if I'm feeling it, I was like, maybe there's somebody else who's feeling it and they can they can use this message. And that's when, you know, so whenever you see those those, those messages, it's because Sam went through a lull period. And, uh, you know, yeah. and it's, 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 it's those moments. I mean, you know, it's like, um, mm -hmm. it's, you know, you have great expectations for yourself, right? And and you want, you want to share your stories with the world. And when, because of limitations, when you can't get to the masses, you, you start doubting yourself, right? And, you know, and, and no matter how much work you put into it, there's you, we're human. And we're always going to second guess ourselves, no matter what. You know, he said it, you know, when I go to conventions, I walk around, I look at what the some of the other artists, and I get inspired. I see some of this artwork. I'm like, damn, these guys are legit, right? You know, I see the coloring styles, like, damn, why can't I color like that, right? You know, it's like, it's all those. But then, you know, then you go back and you want to just go harder, Right. And uh, but then there's moments where you just don't have the energy, you know, the like there's like a mental block. So it's natural to feel that way. Um, but, you know, I always say if you love it, you know, you'll you expect to go through those those highs and lows, yeah. um, you know. But then when you have that high, capitalize on it, because when you have that that burst of creativity, you don't know how long that's going to last. So capitalize on that moment. Stop what you're doing. Get that get that out of there because it's like it's like a, it's like another soul that's coming in and channeling you to create. Just create, right? And you know because that law is going to come right around the corner, right? So get that out of your system. Get that page done. Get that whatever, and uh, and then and then move on. But uh, don't give up on your dream, man. Yeah, no. And, and and listen, and again, appreciate him saying what he said about you know watching the show and what we bring. Um, to the table when it comes to independence and that is you know just motivation you know what i'm saying we do a lot of these topics and we do a lot of these shows 
you know, to showcase some of the things that we've gone through, we've done, the mistakes, the, the perils, the things we're seeing now. Because the, the game's changed, bro. The game's changed <laughs> a lot, too. It's changed all the into time. It, right? So, you know, we are learning as we go along with the people watching as well. You know what I'm yeah, saying? The game has changed so much that yeah, I, you know, yeah. when, in the beginning when I got into the game, ain't nothing could stop me. Then I could, and then I leave and I come back into the game. I'm like, uh, hello. Yeah, <laughs> you know, of, hello. Anybody know I'm here? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, now you're just a, a sea of a billion voices. So how do you stand above uh, the crowd in, in that kind of uh, saturated market? Yeah. And it, I just say it's just quality and content will rise. Oh, if you keep on one of the things independents suffer from is consistency. And well, that was the thing we were talking about last week. Yeah. Right. Keep put, you know, keep putting it out, keep putting it out. Eventually people will catch on, you know, and, um, um, and, and just, and people will fall in love with, with it the way you love it. And, uh, it might not be a billion people, but the people that, that, that pick up the book and appreciate it and come back for the next one, those are the people you want to cultivate. Those are the people you want to take care of. Those are the people that you want to cherish, um, you know, because they're going to be your champions. They're the ones who are going to talk about it with their friends. And then hopefully it becomes a domino effect, right? Um, but yeah, on, on Cash the Craze, we got no place for negativity. It's all about, you know, positive reinforcement, you know, sharing what we know. We we, we don't hide anything. We, 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 we share our trials and tribulations, and we had a lot of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, there, and there are levels of, of, of abilities and talent. You know what I mean? Within yeah. within the indie community, you know, you're gonna have those guys that yo, you should be doing this thing professionally, you know. And then you got you have the guys who maybe just started, or the girls who just started out, and you know they're still learning their ways, and their artwork maybe isn't perfect, but it's you know they, they're doing it. It's out there. They're hustling. So, you know, to me, we all have a story to tell. Tell it. Don't worry about how. Good yeah, I saw this guy at a convention. He just had nothing but ash cans that he printed at home, mm -hmm. made them himself, right? His he could tell he was um, an aspiring artist. He was novice and he was he was getting his chops right. So there was some there was some opportunity, but the story was funny, and his art style was so unique that you overlooked some of the 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 the, the rules of illustration because he had this unique style to it, and he packaged it himself, and it was this quirky look, and he was hand over fist just moving those ash cans right. And um, so it's all a matter of taste, too. Yeah. How much were the ash cans? Like two fifty. See, that's the thing, and and that I would love to talk about that some other time is pricing. How yeah. we're pricing these books at conventions. We may be talking about that uh, in the coming weeks. But we're we're back next week, right, Sam? You're not. You're we're not going. Next, yeah. Yeah. No, Emma, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to you check. Never know. You never know, dog. We're back next week. I'll tell you, you who's the I think I think I know who the guest is. But I'm just going to confirm. The guest next week is. Uh, my account. Let's see. I'll guess next week is Pops Van Zant. Yes. So Pops. Oh, yes. 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 Pops is gonna bring. He's gonna bring the fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pops is a little spicy. So you know, Pops is coming on the show. <laughs> so, so get, get ready. ready. Get Hold ready. on to your bootstraps. This is going to be one ornery show. Bring your <laughs> thick skin, baby. Yeah. Bring it. On like Donkey Kong. That's what's yeah. up. All right. So we're yeah. going to be talking to him and we're going to have a topic for next week. Yes, um, I, gotta, I also got to, uh, yo, Alex Daw, if you're watching, I got to move you because I'm not going to be here that, that week. Oh. So if you're watching, you're going to get an email from me. I'm going to have to move your, your episode. What's that, um, the 12th, right? It's on the 12th. Yeah, I won't be here. 
Yeah. Uh, so we can probably move him the week after. But uh, right. so Alex Dor, you know, Alex. I'm just letting you know, I'm going to be sending you an email. Check your spam folder. We got to move you. Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, because we're, we've got, I mean, we have a lot of shows booked. Oh yeah, Papa's coming. Yeah, brother, he's gonna he's gonna come <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna tell us, man, we're gonna be doing it. It's gonna be so cool. And yes. you know, I'm just gonna promote. Yeah, he's gonna be, gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yes, be great. It's it. over. It's I over. It. But yeah, man. So uh, again, um, uh, <laughs> if you're gonna be in Texas, College oh, yeah, Station yeah, Comic Con, yeah. your boy's gonna be there. I'll be there um, on the what the I don't even know the dates on the uh, 9th and 10th College Station Comic Con. I got 24 new prints of Duty as it's gonna be so much fun. Um, catch me there. I don't even get a table assignment until I show up, so they don't even let me know where that, I am on the map. That, That's that crazy. Picture, that picture kills me. That picture that kills picture, me. Right? What, were, what were you thinking, dog? What I was were you thinking? thinking like, what were you pondering? What were you pondering? I was like, how am I going to promote duty? That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, help me, please. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll be there. And don't forget, if you sign up to Designated in My Toilet on Kickstarter, if you sign up and you email me at contact at catchthecraze.com, that's with a DA, look at it on the screen, contact at catchthecraze.com, saying, Sam, I signed up. That that trading card will be yours when you pledge when we launch in October. This trading card right here, this limited edition, it's part of a series. This was the first one in the series. Bam. And this is the second one. It's part of a, a uh, four-issue mini series of Duty it's the Samurai Story. I'm not giving you the full title yet. Um, but you're going to want to get that, and you'll get that in the mail. So if you sign up, hit me up. Um, thank you to Philip Russell. Shout out. He signed up um, while we were doing the show. So shout out to you. Um and uh, again, thank you to Kimberly Hall, who hit me up on email, and Aurelis, who hit me up on email. So um, all you have to do, the final part of it, is just pledge on the day that we launch, and uh, you'll get that in the mail. So, um, yeah. So with that said, this is another fantastic episode of yeah. Cast the Craze. Well, yeah, you man, know, before, thank everybody who joined us tonight. Oh, oh yeah, yo, you yeah, and you. Before we go, before we go, getyourmeds.com is where you want yes. to go. Check out uh, anyoneworld.com. Ross 5377 is there. The comic uh, digital format issues one through three are out there right now. Tomorrow I'm going to be on with Paulie G, Paul Gomez on his podcast. We're going to be talking uh, some shop tomorrow. Talk yeah, hell yeah. I, I want to give a big shout out to the nerds who, if you haven't watched them, they're on live right now. Probably go check out that after we, we, uh, we check this out. The nerds of the round, big shout out to them. They always give it's us a shout out on their show. Is so that episode of Ahsoka? Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Have you started watching it? I saw the first two. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like the I like the alien cat. <laughs> oh, the alien cat. Yes. He looks like a dog. He looks like a mix of. A, he's got the face of like a of like a French bulldog. He looks like he looks like Snarf. <laughs> oh yeah, Snarf. 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 He's, he's, he's got a snarfy look, and he's got, and he's got chicken legs, right? It's yes, weird. It's a yes. weird freaking thing. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, chicken legs. You know, you ever see those bodybuilders that are big on top and they got these legs? <laughs> That's got like this. You just push him over. It's like, Word, it's like what are you doing? What are you doing? Right? So, like, <laughs> yeah, man. So check out, check, check, uh, check me out and get your bets. Check Sammy. Make sure you sign up to the page. Make yeah. sure you do all of that. And we're going to see you next week. Yes, yes. So with that said, I am Sam the Crazy Man Vera. George the Dreamer Medina. And we are Acquiesce. <laughs> 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 no, I was talking about my friend Acquiesce. I met him the other day.
say my name, say my name. This is what you were thinking? Oh, my God. Are you describing? I'm the idiot. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the the craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Uh, this is craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs>